was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Five. Oh, beatboxing <laughs> skills right there. <laughs> uh, well, 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 another day, another episode of DDP Radio live right here at ddpradio.com. My name is Mike Mullins. As always, you can find me over at mikey90percent.com. A lot of stuff to get into today. we got a great topic at hand, and... Uh, if you're going to want to call in, 347-994-1216 if you want to get in on this evening's festivities, which we'll, we'll explain to you in just a moment. But before I do, I'm going to bring on Miss DDP Radio herself. She is the Canadian uh, gift to this show. It was actually presented by the Prime Minister as this is our gift to you, the lovely and talented from the Great White North, Crystal Stewart. How Hi, are you? how are you? Oh, <laughs> good, good. You just make me laugh. Uh, oh. uh, you know, it's like when you went to, I went to high school, in, you know, in elementary Mike? school, should I say. My pa- yes. You got me? Hello? Mike. All right. Hello, I'm here. I got you. Wow. Can you hear me? Crystal? Crystal? <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know. Can we be heard? If anyone is out there in GDP Radio Wonderlands and can hear me, hit me up. The show started off so nice. All right, well, it looks like Crystal has dropped. I'm not sure if I am audible or what, uh, but I, uh, so I'm doing the solo now. I haven't done a solo radio show in a long time. I used to do uh, um, a radio up in New Hampshire, and uh, I used to do a show every night four hours in a row, but I'm so used on DDP radio being able to, to volley back and forth with everybody, so I don't know what is happening. All right, here we go. Let's see. Let's see, i got to run Yay. the board on this thing, too. Hello? Crystal, there you are. There I am. Uh, I just disappeared sa- momentarily. You just saved the show. You, well, Yay. I thought it was me because Thank you. I was just telling you beforehand that my system that I log like I dial up to has been kind of screwy as of late, so I thought it was my fault. No, I think <laughs> I I don't even know what it was. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, where were we? Ah, um, 
yes, we were we had a lot to talk about, as we were saying. And uh, first of all, yeah. I want to send out uh, well wishes to the nature boy himself, Ric Flair. I know the wrestling Absolutely. world and, of course, the m- many people in the DDP yoga community were abuzz uh, with uh, Nietzsche's uh, illness. And he's still in pretty rough shape from what I heard. But uh, very much love to the nature boy. I know DDP and him. Uh, haven't always seen eye to eye personally, professionally, they respected each other. And I'm so glad a couple of years ago, uh, Paige invited Rick to his birthday party at WrestleMania and they have been on great terms ever since. And they both love each other. And I know for a fact, DDP used to grow up watching DDP, uh, watching Rick Flair in Florida. So many well wishes to the nature boy. Absolutely. Get better, Rick. We're pulling for yeah, you. Yeah, and it, yeah, he's 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 uh he's he's lived a hell of a life, and uh, he uh, has got a lot more of a life left to live. So we need you, Rick. Absolutely, that's you, brother. Um, and a lot going on here in the DDP Yoga world. Um, I know uh, DDP just announced for a TV show uh, from Sci-Fi Network. I'm pretty sure that it's uh, public knowledge now, seeing I think he retweeted it. But uh, he's got a really cool project coming up, and uh, you guys want to stay tuned in that. It's filming in Atlanta, so how perfect is that? Uh, right near the Performance Center. Um, I can't remember the title. I think it's called Superstitious, but um, you want to check on that. It's like going I on the Sci-Fi so. Network. we got 12 episodes, uh, and that looks pretty awesome. And, uh, Crystal, yeah. what's going on with you? Um, not much, really. We're gearing up for back to school, you know, just getting back into the routine of things. So I guess, you know, around here, that means summer is quickly coming to an end and, you know, not a lot of fun, but you know, it's going with the flow, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I know you have, you have a child at home, so uh, I don't really understand the back-to-school craziness that you all have to deal with, uh, oh. those of you with uh, with children. Um, I sit here with my cats, who's uh, looking at me right now, and I don't have to teach him anything. He already knows it all. <laughs> True story. <laughs> um, okay, well, we have a really cool episode planned, and I'm going to be honest with you, Crystal and I usually – go through a couple stuff throughout the day today and, you know, maybe a few days beforehand, kind of get an idea of what we're doing. And I messaged Crystal. I said, you got any ideas? And she messaged me. She said, you got any ideas? And we didn't have nothing. So we were going to do what we do all the time. Uh, quite a bit when we do this is we kind of just start a conversation and kind of go where it takes us. And those are a lot of times the best shows. Yep. No, road, no road map. And I was doing the promo for the show today, and I thought it was a good idea, and it would be a lot – uh, better story if I told you that I slaved for the entire week trying to come up with a perfect topic for tonight. But honestly, in the midst of my <laughs> rambling on my Facebook promo, I just spotted it out, and it sounded like a great idea. Um, and first of all, um, my Facebook Live promo um, that I do, I post one every week for, for DDP Radio. As a broadcaster, I've been broadcasting since 2000, so Jesus, I'm old. Um, but Every broadcaster has some kind of routine or compulsive thing they do while they, they're, they're broadcasting. A lot of them will spin a pen or tap a pen. A lot of them will rub their leg or play with, like, a koosh ball or whatever. Koosh ball, I just dated myself. Um, but they all have, like, those kind of routines they do. To kind of, it's almost like a self-soothing thing while you're, you're on the air, kind of keep you distracted, keep you calm. Me, 
I always rub my beard hair. I'll I'll massage my beard hair or I'll pinch my nose, like kind of just touch my nose. And I knew I did it. Like I knew that was a thing that I did. I know that was my, you know, OCD broadcasting thing that everyone does. Um, And I know that Katie always gives me a hard time because I don't do it at all in real life unless I'm broadcasting. Like I'm doing it right now because that's what I do. And someone (laughs) messaged me on my Facebook page, my Mikey 90% page the other day and said, so what is your show? All I see is you touching your face and adjusting your shirt. (laughs) And that's all she wrote for the comments. So ever since then, I've been overly conscious of whenever I touch my beard hair. And that's all I've thought about since I've started the show is every time I go to my beard. Oh, so, um, it was pretty funny. But, that's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, thank you for the message uh, to, the, to the lovely woman who uh, who made me completely self-conscious about my videos from now on. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, like I was saying, we were kind of rambling on a topic while I was doing that video, and I was thinking, and all right, first of all, this is, this show is going to have nothing to do with politics, but we are going to talk about the climate. Um, we're not going to talk about politics. Yeah. We're not going to talk about political candidates. We're not going to talk about views, opinions, none of that. But we really need to address some things uh, that are going on in people's lives, and the world in general and how we are internalizing that and in turn taking on the world with it. Um, I know yep. Canada, Canada, you know, you have you know your own stuff going on and here in the U S we have our own stuff and across the world. It's a pretty, pretty tumultuous place right now. And things are scary. People are angry. Uh, people are volatile. Uh, people are turning on each other. I have friends that, you know, yeah. I've enjoyed and we've had camaraderies with that we've grown apart through the past couple of months because, it's kind of linked to a climate of just anger and volatility and people are upset and people are feuding and fighting. And I don't think anybody can really avoid it. It sounds weird because, you know, people can turn the news off and stuff, but it's just so ever present. You know, you turn on the TV, it's breaking news, you turn on the radio, that's what they're talking about. Everything oh. is based around the climate right now. And I don't care who you are. It has to have some kind of effect on you. If not, you know, yep. uh, opinion-wise or, or emotionally, but there's just a tangible tension in the air for a lot of people. When that happens, people react to it. You know, you react to the mood of you're in a you're in a party and everyone's down. You're going to be down because that's what the party's at. You know, the party is the somber, so you react to the thing around you. And for a lot of people, and I will completely put myself in that boat. We let ourselves slip. We realize that we're not trying as hard. Yep. We're not working as hard. Where motivation is slipping. Suddenly you get consumed with things that you can't control. And you let depression sit in. And the depression, the quickest fix for my depression is to eat the sandwich. And now I ate that sandwich. I didn't fill that hole that was bothering me. So now I eat a piece of cake, you know. It's just one of those downward spiral situations yep. that you react to when there's stress and there's ugliness. And... Crystal and I were talking about this, and I want to get your opinion on this, Crystal. When you're yep. in the situation like that, sometimes you feel like you've got to rise up and fix it. You've got to fix the problem. You've got to change the world, and that's great. There's always a great attitude to think you can do better in the world, and you can change the world and have an impact, which you can. One person can have an impact. But from me sitting yep. on this couch right now, stewing in anger and, and frustration, it's not going to do me any good. It's not going to do anybody any good. And no. I really want to focus on 
my street. I want to focus on my apartment. What can I do in this apartment to make my life worth living, to make nobody else be hurting, to make my fiancé happy, to make the, the mood in here better? Because once we're here and we clean up our side of the street and you take care of your side of the street, it eventually decency and good will spread and evolve and move forward. But right now we just got to worry about keeping our side of the street and keeping our minds fresh and our minds clear and, and, and happy because there really is a tangible, tangible, something in the air that doesn't feel good right now. Absolutely. And it's overwhelming because you feel at any given point, the world has become a very small place. So suddenly for many of us, we feel or we possibly feel that we are more easily saturated I know for me, I've had to make a conscious decision to remove myself from listening to the news or watching the news or anything along those lines because I just don't want to subscribe to it anymore. So I get what I I get the little snippets I need to get from you know Facebook news or whatever. I mean I'm not completely ignoring what's going on around me. But I think for my well-being, me personally, removing myself from that feeling of saturation is really important. So that's what I do. That, that's such a good point, too, because you, you hit the word on the head, saturation. See, I always felt yeah. that it would, be, it would be wrong of me to turn, turn a blind eye. You know, like for like, you know, there's a child starving in Africa just because I turn away from it doesn't mean it's not happening and it's better, you know? I always right. had that kind right. of mentality. Right. But there's a difference between being involved and being aware and uh, educated and being right. just completely dripping, saturated. And, and that's where people are right now because no matter where you turn and I don't know what it's like in other countries but I'm sure it's more than usual there's just so much coming at us all the time and we I mean, I remember back in the day when when they first started bringing out the 24-hour news channels I thought man there's there's no good news as it is how are we going to deal with 24 hours right of news all the time just coming at us and I didn't think that but you think that was bad and then you get on the internet where everything Every bad story and every tragedy and every heartbreaking, you know, story pops up on your on your phone just at, in real time, and you're constantly flooded with it and burdened by it. And I don't think our brains are 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 evolutionary no. like, evolved enough to be able to handle that kind of just negative input constantly. And that's where right, we're going to tie this all into DDP yoga eventually. Trust me. Um, but I don't think that's – I think if you aren't depressed and you are plugged in somewhere in the world, then you are better than me because my mind is not doing well handling this barrage no. of negativity at all times. No, no. And, I, no. you know, I'm finding that being – empathetic to a situation it's taken it to a whole new level because Mm -hmm. then you become overly empathetic which puts you in a position of well you get depressed actually and you just don't know how you're going to dig yourself out of the hole you're in because apparently everybody's in the same hole 
So it becomes a little yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, and it's no different here than it is where you are, honestly. Except we have a lot yeah. more snow. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, we're only separated yeah, I, by an invisible line. I, I am completely for you. And the thing is, any kind of, of good we want to do in this world, when we saturate ourselves in that much negativity, we're not going to do any good. We're not going to be good for others. No. And therefore, it spreads like a cancer or a plague. It just becomes sure an ugliness, a wave of ugliness. And I, I, I told you I was going to bring this all back down around to DDP uh, yoga because I think this is so important. Because in this community, if you look on the boards, you don't see the posts about you know the president or the prime minister or Republicans or Democrats. You see DDP yoga and you see people yep. cheering each other on and pushing each other. And, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, Dallas, Dallas always makes a point not to get political. And it's not for any kind of uh, financial reasons or anything like that. I remember a couple of years ago he made a comment about Donald Trump, and it wasn't even about a presidency. It was more about his, his you know, experience with WWE and stuff, and he got such a backlash of people who were angry and people who were supportive, and just he saw the kind of polarity of it all, and he thought to himself, and he yeah. really went out of his way to make GDP yoga a place where you don't have to have that polarizing, you know, us versus them. Like, this is... This is us. There's not us versus them in GDP yeah. Yoga. This is us. And that's what this group was formed for. That was the, what the Team GDP Yoga was formed for. And I think the re, the, what I'm getting at here is there's so much division. There's so much anger and this, this hate and rage. And there's fires burning that are just ugly and toxic and bad for us. But if we take all that energy we're putting on, fighting with people on Facebook and pointless arguments that will right. never change anyone's mind. We're basically just masturbatory, like texting at that point. We're doing it to soothe our own egos. If we take all that energy we're putting into the ugliness and we get in the GDP yoga groups and we, and we trade inspiring texts or memes or, or posts and we get on the mat and use that energy to drive us physically. Think of if, for, all right, for another year, given the climate it is today, if we took all that energy being angry and ugly and put it on the mat, where do you think we'd be in the year? As physically, right. as, as right. my physical self, I'd be happier, first of all, because I'm not dealing with the bullshit every day on Facebook. I'd be physically better. Yeah. I'd be stronger. I'd be leaner. I'd be fitter. I'd be able to walk more and get out more and do things more easily. Think about that. Think of all the anger and energy we waste and the fact that it does nothing for me. It doesn't change anyone's mind. All it is is a cancer, and we buy into it, and it's addicting, and you, you, you think you're being idealistic, but you're really just being angry, and you're coming across as an asshole. Think of if we took all that energy and put it on the mat. Right? Yeah. And, I mean, there's a different brand of authenticity when you quiet everything down and just, I mean, we've heard it a million times. You put your money where your mouth is and just do the work. And there comes a dip because then you're not, you're concentrating on the work. You're not concentrating on responding to an issue or a post or a picture or a, you're, 
I guess it's one of those things. Have you ever heard, you know, someone say to you when we're talking or we're on the computer or whatever the case may be, most people are listening to respond. They're not listening to learn. And I think that's a huge thing is we're, we're quick to always defend and respond and uh, really what happened to listening to what someone else has to say or, and with value. I mean, you know, we all walk a different path, but we learn from each other. That's what we do around here. So, you know, I don't know. It's just, I try very, very consciously not, to listen to respond, but listen to learn. And I find that that shift in of itself has been, has been a really big deal. And it doesn't really breed a lot of negativity, God willing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I, if that I, makes I love sense. That. And no, it, it absolutely makes sense. And I think that's what it's important. I think, you know, there's a, there's a line that, that's almost like a go-to cliche line whenever there's a polarizing issue. We need to have a conversation. That's what people always say. We yeah. need to have a conversation. Yeah. But but it, but it never happens because no one's having a conversation. Everyone's just yelling. There's the, everyone's yelling at the same time, and therefore you can distinguish nothing. Yeah. And everyone's right, and everyone's well, right is right, and everything. So when you take the time to pull yourself out, of that conversation that's all just yelling. Yeah. You kind of see it for what it is. Yeah. And when you, you know, dip underneath the noise volume and realize I'm down here and it's nice and quiet. And meanwhile, everyone's yelling and we're achieving the same thing. I'm achieving the same thing sitting here quietly as they are by yelling and screaming at the same time and no one can hear them. Right. So I knew a guy when I was doing Muay Thai boxing that he always used to say, don't pull me into your drama. Let me pull you into my peace. And it's kind of along the same lines of what we're talking about is don't pull me into your drama because I don't need it. Really, drama is not – we expend a lot of energy on drama or – Willie, look at it this way. If you took all of the energy that you were spending on drama or whatever else is going on in your life and you put it on the mat, how much better off would you be? Honestly. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it, yeah, it really he, is. And he, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, no. No, no, no. I, I totally cut you off. That's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I don't even remember, but I was just, you know, I was, I was kind of agreeing with you. You know, we're all just, and we don't realize the absurdity in it until we take ourselves out of it. And uh, I figured I was going with this. <laughs> I lost it. No, but. and I mean, I mean, I guess it, you, us as a human being in our day to day, you know, you get up, you go to work, you do whatever you need to do because it needs to be done. And we get caught up in this rat race, but you know what? Feeling negative is not normal. It's not normal. You're supposed to be happy and you're supposed to laugh and have joy. And it's life isn't meant to be hard all the time. Yeah. So why would we all, right, we don't need to subscribe to anything negating, because really, let's be honest, 
the person who is going to be the hardest on you, I'm guessing, is going to be you. You don't need someone mm-hmm. telling you. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need anyone telling you what to do. Chances are you, you're you well aware of what it is that you can and cannot do. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. I love that. And that kind of brings perfectly what I, the show is supposed to be about because – it's DDP Radio. You know, this is about DDP Radio, DDP Yoga, success stories, inspiration. We talk about the positions. We talk about eating healthy. With We have the Nancy shows, and we have a lot of great guests on who do that. But it's also, it, we're not going to sit here and do, a, do an hour infomercial every week. You know what DDP Yoga, yoga no. is or DDP Radio. If you're at this point listening to this show, you know what DDP Yoga is. Most likely you're either a newcomer, and all the answers are there. DDP Yoga has got the, the health plan, the eating plan. The workout, if you have a question about the workout, if you have a question about a position, by all means, please, please, please call in. Ask us. But yeah. for any other reason, the, the information is there. This show is a guide to go with you on your journey. And in your journey, we want to be the person who is going along with you, who is experiencing life in real time. We're at the same place in 2017 as you are listening, most likely, unless you're downloading this two years from now on iTunes, but you know what I mean. And we react yeah. to the world as it comes. And oh, in your DDP yoga, there's going to be some shitty times in your DDP yoga journey. There's yeah, going to be horrible times. People around you are going to get sick. Loved ones are going to pass away. The world climate is going to just be ugly and, and cynical. Tragedies are going to happen. Natural disasters are going to happen. Things are bad, are going to happen. Great things are going to happen. Celebrations are going to happen. Victories are going to happen. But we react to them on the show in real time with you. And we're explaining, I've always made a point to not tell people what to do. Like, you know, you you see these shows and there's there's experts saying, well, this is what you got to do to do this. I don't, we don't do that here. Nope. I explain to you how things work for me. You explain to them how things work for you. You talk about how you're reacting yep. to the current situation or what you're doing. We don't tell you as an expert. We tell you as a warrior, GDP of a warrior in the trenches, reacting to the same world that you're reacting to. And I think that is so important. Absolutely. Because we can sit here and pitch DDP Ogre for an hour for you, but you know how awesome it is. You already bought it. We don't need to sell you anything if you're listening to this probably. But there's going to be times like today. There's going to be times like 2016, 2017, 2018. And we all react differently, but we're all reacting to the same events. And I think knowing that someone like Crystal, who is in Canada, who is a lot of the concerns and a lot of the the mental anguish or stress that I'm feeling, it's kind of closes the gap a little bit, makes the world smaller, and makes people relatable to you, especially people that you may not be agreeing with. I may be politically different than somebody who is dealing with the same insecurities or emotion. And I think that's what's so important about this, is it brings people in, it relates to people on a personal level, and it makes us feel like we're not just fucking alone in this world. Right, right. And, I mean, we're not that different we're really not. Like I said, the only thing that separates us is a country and an imaginary line. That's it. That's it. I mean, you know, I cut my finger, I bleed. You cut your finger, you bleed. It, it, it really is. At the end of the day, you know, you're a human being. And, you know, 
Yeah, sometimes we're human doings. Sometimes we're human beings. But it's okay to not... I think all of us have been caught up in some kind of drama at any given point in our life. And it's okay to finally say, I'm really not enjoying myself. I'd really like to get off this ride and do something else. It's okay to say that. You're allowed to get off. You know, mm-hmm. go put yourself on the mat and see how you feel afterwards. You know, it, it really is the person at the end of the day who is in charge of you is you. hundred percent. And I love it. And I love it. I love it. I love your your yes. the perfect go to analogy. I'll spend ten minutes explaining something, and you'll just wrap it up in like a fifteen second <laughs> perfect analogy that would have saved this entire show three hours. And the listeners at home are like, "Why didn't you just say that to start with?" <laughs> Instead of having Molly explain it in thirty minutes. Uh, but I want to bring it's a Canadian thing. On, um, <laughs> it's a Canadian thing. Um, I, I I got a call right here. We got a, we got a few calls queued, and I. I hate this because I don't know. Some of these look like uh, sometimes you'll answer a phone call and it'll be some computer recording dialing the wrong number. But I right. think this one I recognize. So I think uh, if I'm correct, uh, we've just got a little dose of vitamin T on the show. <laughs> yes, sir. You are <laughs> correct, sir. What's going there on? We are. <laughs> How are you, Travis? I'm I'm doing all right. How about you guys? Good man, doing pretty good. Pretty good, uh, yeah. How how are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm I'm doing okay. You know, it's you know, it's it's a busy time of summer. There's drama. There's all sorts of stuff happening there. Um, you know, family stuff. My my wife and son are actually down taking care of my wife's parents. They're going through some medical issues right now. Uh, you know, oh, I'm sorry, man. Oh. It, uh, it, it's okay. You know what? They're at that age where medical issues are kind of the norm. That happens. So, you know, you just kind of mm-hmm. need to and deal with it and hope for the best and go for it. Um, that's what you do. Uh, you know, busy times yeah. at home and busy times at work, uh, dealing, you know, dealing with, uh, dealing with all varying levels of disgruntled telecom customers and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, getting them happy or getting them working again, solving problems and, you know, doing what needs to be done. And it all wraps up and wraps around what we're talking about right now is, you know, dealing dealing with adversity, dealing with being, you know, being, you know, dealing with all this drama and excess and, 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 and you know, just push, push back in, in life. And how and how you can deal with it, and how you can actually use that momentum to you know, to actually pull yourself forward um, and make yourself yeah. stronger. I mean, you know, yeah. if you, you take it down to our core, on uh, you know, with DDP yoga, what do we do? We breathe and we move yep. with resistance, right? And so yeah. we're not we're not just you know. The stuff that we do is not just, you know, everything's relaxed and happy, whatever else. We're moving like we're moving through West Cement. Well, and we're and we're breathing along with it. I mean, it's there for a purpose um, because this way we're making ourselves stronger. And this, you can apply this towards, you know, anything that's happening throughout your day. 
you know, when you come up against adversity, I, I get customers all the time that just, I, I, I you know, throat punching, you know, over the phone. Gosh, I wish it was a thing. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, for the, for the benefit of taking care of business and for kind of keeping a job, obviously, but, um, you know, for the benefit of, of coming up with a as favorable a solution as possible, you breathe and you know you try to work your way through it. Does it always does it always come up the greatest? No. And if it if it always came up the greatest, well then you you know every you know there wouldn't be there wouldn't be struggle. There wouldn't be a need, a need to get better. And so yeah. the first trying to get yourself better is actually working your way stronger, working your way to, uh, you know, to get, you know, to get through, get through this little thing we call life. Uh, Right. And I, you know what, if I'm, sorry, Mike, go ahead. No, no, you were going way before me. That's fine. Say, I have this thing that I, I, it's on the wall down in my workout room and it said, just because you fall into a rut doesn't mean you can unpack your bags and stay there. That's right. Right? Yeah. Yep. It's simple. And, it, and we, we talk about Crystal and her analogies, and Travis was the <laughs> first to bring up, you know, the, sm- the SmackDown stuff. And But on, like, probably the first couple of pages of the, of the original DDP Yoga, you know, the book, the flip-lit, the flip booklet that you got with your original DVDs when, when that was the main source of of uh, media, which I know we still do that. But when I started DDP Yoga, that was the way we got our media. Young kids these days with the digital phones. And, but um, <laughs> when, I, when you first flip through the first few pages, there, there's a lot of those anagrams, um, is that what they're called? Um, I can't remember the, the, the letters. Um, there's react, adapt, breathe, take action. There's smackdown. There, yep. there's, there's all these yep. things. And, and then Crystal can break it down so perfectly into a small little sentence that says so much. And, you know, we hear a lot of these, these you know, the, these sayings and own your life and, and, and no one can do more damage to you than you, that it rolls off the tongue so easily that most of the time it becomes habit. And we don't actually think about yep. it very much. We kind of we say it, but we don't really kind of think about what we're saying. And when you actually take a minute to, to to read those, and not just read them, and not just say them, but to internalize them, there is so many answers in those phrases and those letters that we roll off on a daily basis that we don't think about and we don't internalize, and we kind of just say them because it's what we say and it's a language that we use and. But when you actually take a minute to look at the the, the SmackDown or the React Adapt to Breathe and take action and all these little tidbits of wisdom that come along with the book and you know Crystal with the radio show, there's so much out there. There really is a lot of knowledge and there's a lot of answers. And sometimes in the right moment, reading one of those things will change your perspective and change your day and change your mood. And uh, I think it's so important that we take the time to read those. Uh, pretty regularly, and, and not just use them as a tagline for a DDP yoga post or a poster, but just yeah. think about them and breathe them in and internalize them because there's so much wisdom in there, and that's why those things are there. They're not for clever little yeah. sayings or cliches or, or poster tags or anything. It's it's because they mean something and they're powerful. 
I'll, and I'm going to take it one step further for you. I, I challenge you because these are all tools in your toolbox. You don't just have tools in your toolbox to take the tool, take the tool out of your, tool, of your toolbox, hold it in your hand, look at it, and then put it back in the toolbox, right? Right. What do you take tools out for? You use them. Well, you, these are tools in your right. toolbox. You don't just say it. You actually do it. And that's where – and. That's the beauty thing about DDP yoga because you are putting it into practice. Maybe you're, you're disengaging yourself from everything else, all the other craptastic things that are happening in your life, and you're doing your DDP yoga, and this is getting you forcing yourself to breathe and engage and move with purpose and, 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 and achieve something. And then you can relax, and then you find you're starting yourself remove from the stress and then you can turn around and start dealing with those other uncomfortable situations and work towards moving forward with them. Because believe me, you know I, I say this stuff all the time, and it sounds like I'm I'm you know I'm just promoing or I'm just you know spouting stuff there. I say this stuff just as much for me and working through the plethora of stuff yep. I have in yep. my day as I do for anybody else. Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's not, you know, just because I say breathe, engage, move with purpose and achieve or smack down or, and, you know, adapt, react and, and achieve or, you know, live your life at 90% or any one of the thousands of different things you've got there doesn't mean I've got it all figured out far from it. But I, so it's, yep. it's a matter of keeping reminding yourself you know, and sometimes when you're help, reaching out and helping others and helping that, you're turning around and helping yourself. So, you know, so long and short is don't just, don't just hold that tool out and, and, and look at it. Use it. Breathe it. Make it yep. your own. Awesome, man. Yeah. I love that. I Thank agree. you so much, man. Travis was great, great with those kind of things. Thanks, Travis. And is one of my favorite people to take the DDP Yoga Principles that are just written down and then using them and showing how to use them. There's a lot of hypocrites. There's a lot of big talkers, but uh, vitamin C is a real deal, man. Hey, I'm glad it could be here for you guys. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. See you later, guys. Have a good one. See you, man. Bye, Travis. That's that's all. I love Travis. He's such a good guy. And, you know, he was right, you know, the, the whole the toolbox analogy, like the wisdom that you're given in this program, the how to eat, the how to work out, the positions, those are just tools being used. And, um, you know, you, you use them and you, you get better at it. And you learn and you may not know everything right away, but you start internalizing them and using them and putting them forward and suddenly you start putting pieces together. Uh, like the other, yeah, the other day, you know. It's, it's, it's... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, Crystal. Oh, I was. I, was I mean, I guess. I was gonna say the others. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. Go. The gerbil wheel in, in Canada okay. doing the internet is, is is slowing down a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, I was. I was just. Uh, I was gonna say, last week. Um, you know, we we. I don't. I'm not particularly. You know, the most handy person, but you know, you teach yourself how to do things, and we had a leaky water heater here at the house and. Katie's like, you should call somebody about it, you know, and I'm like, no, I can probably figure it out. So I went on YouTube and I looked at it and kind of taught myself these things and gained these bits of knowledge and pulled out the toolbox and started, you know, putting stuff together and fixing stuff. 
And uh, by the end of the day, I turned the air conditioner on and I paid double for a plumber. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that was a bad analogy. You're Never mind. So Sorry. Awesome. Oh, you're so awesome. Oh. Probably should have hired the plumber first. So. I... <laughs> Oh, Sorry, that was so stupid. awesome. I guess what a great thing about everything is, is, you know, there's always going to be something that is taxing any of us. But I guess, you know, being open to the lesson and being open to the fact that we don't know everything, but we can learn and moving on. I mean, I can remember when I started this whole DD, I thought, oh my goodness gracious, how am I going to do this? And here I am. I mean, I'm still doing it. But I had to be yeah. open to learning things, right? To In order to get where I am now, I had to walk through where I was. So, you know, you can't resign yourself to where you are now because chances are you're not going to stay there. (laughs) You're going to actually evolve and move on to something better. Just because it's bad now doesn't mean it's going to be bad forever. So. You know, that's that's the the basis of which this entire program is built off of. Because, of course, you all know the story of Dallas Page who day one when he started wrestling at 20 years old won the world title and was successful ever since, right? You know that one. No, you don't, because that wasn't the story. He no, you don't. His ass. He, 20, 20 years old, he was working nightclubs in Jersey as, you know, just a, just a kid, you know, running, doing little odd jobs for a nightclub. Suddenly he works his way up to manager of the nightclub, runs a super successful nightclub in Jersey and Florida, decides to be a wrestler, goes down to Florida, trains to be a wrestler, has a couple of matches, doesn't really get anywhere. He he realizes that he's really good at the nightclub business, goes back to doing the nightclub. Suddenly he gets back in the wrestling business, a manager. Great job, cool job on TV every week. AWA Wrestling, one of the biggest companies in the world, decides he wants more, decides he wants to try to, try to start doing some commentary on top of that. Becomes a great commentator. Was it easy? Nope. Taught himself how to talk even more. He's a great talker, but it's a different kind of talking because you talk in commentary differently than promos. So he becomes a great commentary. Suddenly I want to be a wrestler. What? You want to be a wrestler? You skinny little bastard want to be a wrestler? So they all give him crap. They tell him to do it. They laugh at him. Gets to the gym every day, becomes a wrestler, 35 years old. Was it easy? No. Probably got in there, got the crap kicked out of him. Probably got taught a bunch of lessons about how you don't transition to a manager or a wrestler. They laughed at him. They beat him up. 40 years old, world champion. 45 yeah. years old, yeah. world champion three times, WWE superstar, WrestleMania superstar, Hall of Famer. And then, after all that success in the business, he could have rid his name into the sunset, but then changes the face of DDP Yoga, changes the face of fitness by starting this company. And this company started very humble beginnings. Him and Robert, basically out of just a, no office, no nothing, just on the internet trying to get some people. And now, a Shark Tank. The Jake the Snake Roberts documentary, the app, the Performance Center. That's what happens when you put the effort in. That's what happens when you work hard. That's what happens when you take your ass, put it in gear, have a goal, and go for it. Diamond Dallas Page didn't become a champion at 20 years old in his first match. He suffered and battled for 30 years, plus almost 40 years from that day, to be where he is today. And it's never easy. It's never going to be fun. It's not always going to be fun. It's going to be fun sometimes, but it's always going to be worth it, especially once you see it through like you did. 
Yeah, and I mean, one of the greatest things, so everyone always says to me here, what's one thing about Diamond Dallas Page that you can tell me that I might not know? And I said, you know what? He's one of the hardest working people I know. He's very genuine. And the one thing that you can always say about Dallas is he's not allergic to sweat. Like ever. <laughs> he puts his money where his mouth no. is. It's, it's, it's yeah. true. And it's, it's, the, it's built DDP. It's built his career. It's built his brand. But it's not, he doesn't have the secret recipe. It's not like he's hiding this no. mystical, magical uh, concoction that makes people successful at what they do. It's in all of us. And you know what? Sure I don't feel like it. I don't want to get on the mat. I'm sitting here right now doing this show. Sitting here for 45 minutes. My muscles are tight from sitting here in this position. Last thing I want to do is get on the mat. Last thing I want to do is work out. Last thing I want to do is eat a salad for dinner after a long day. But that's what I need to do to reach my goals. And said it a million times, it's not fun all the time. It's not always likable. And most no. things of, of substance aren't attained through 100% joy or likability. you got to sweat. you got to get on the mat. you got to get your knuckles dirty. And it's going to chip away. It's, it's a long time coming, which I think that's one of the most hardest parts for people who are trying to lose a lot of weight and who are trying to get you know their bodies somewhere. People look at addiction, and, and addiction is a worse problem, far worse problem to have in certain circumstances uh, than weight loss. I'm not going to say they're equal or compare them at all, but you get sober tonight and don't drink for a week. You're sober. You're, you're, you haven't drank for a week. I can eat a salad tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. I'm still fat. You know, it's hard. It's a chipping away process. It's a long haul. And this satisfaction isn't necessarily instant over over time no. you'll get your goal and you'll feel better but it's a long haul for some people and it's intimidating and one of the big things that that i heard recently that that really kick-started my passion again and my emotion think of where you are today and where would you be in a year if you started today and where it's right it's, yep. hard, it's hard to think of that 365-day process. But today, I look back at where I was last year, and I was a different person. It seemed like a blow-by. If I worked my ass off, I could be a different person in a year. And it's up to me. It's it's 365 days of hell. You know, it's going to be hard. It's a chipping away process. But well, it's right. so doable. And this is where I have – yeah, of course it's doable. You're worth the effort. And here's the, I have this little mental thing when I first started working out really hard and it was, I had two choices at any given time. I either made this a priority or I made it an option. It wasn't going to be an option. So it had to be a priority. It was important. At the end of the day, I was better for it. And then I started not feeling well. My health lied a little bit. So then I made up this thing that I had this bargaining process with myself that if I wasn't feeling 100%, that was okay because a lot of people in the world don't feel 100%. I'm not unique in that. But the deal was I made with myself, I had to work out at least five minutes. If I wanted to quit after five minutes, I gave myself permission 
to do that. I was allowed to do that, and I could do that with a clear conscience. I put in five minutes. I did my best effort, but you know what? I never quit after the five minutes. Never. Because I had already shifted the process to I've already put in five minutes. So what's another 25 Mm -hmm. or what's another 40 or what's another, because I had lined up my life where it was a priority, not an option. That's, that's, I love that. And it's, it's so you've shifted the, I don't want to do this to I'm doing it. I'm here. So let's do this. You know, it's just a shift in the mindset. and And it was really, honestly, it was a matter for me at any given time. You know, we all have that little voice in the back of our head that says, you can't do this or let's have another, I don't know, piece of cake or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. And I'm here to tell you it's okay. You have the permission to tell the little voice in your head to sit down and shut up. You're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. You're allowed that's, to do that. I, and I had to do that. Yeah. You know, right? I had, yeah, I had to do that a lot in the beginning. Because my bed or the couch was always much more comfortable than going into the dungeon and working out. But then it got yeah. to a point where it, was counterproductive to sit on the couch or, you know, lay in bed an extra 15 minutes when I could actually be working out. So it's a trade-off. It it will seriously become a trade-off. Yep. It's, I, I, it's so, I, it's so true. And you're one of those people who, who, who I look to, to kind of, uh, you know, put things in perspective sometimes too, because we all have our own battles we're fighting and, you know, we, we lie to ourselves. We can, we can all, you know, easily lie to ourselves if we want to. And I, I'll talk a tough, uh, I'll talk a big game. And I remember back in the day, my, my buddy's, my buddy's dad, who, who had struggled with alcohol the entire time I knew him, one of the sweetest guys in the world, was never an angry drunk, just a fun drunk. And he was so fun and so a barrel of laughs to be around and, he always had this motto. He said, uh, "I." Uh, he said, um, "I'm not here for a long time, but I'm here for a good time." And he always was. He was here for right. a good time, and he had a great time, and lived a great life. And and he passed away a couple of years ago. And I oh, always loved that saying he had. Oh, I appreciate that. But I always loved that saying that he used. But when he died, it put it into perspective. And I realized that I used to say that all the time. I'm not here for a long time. I'm not here for a good time. And I am here for a good time, but if I had to justify my good time and realize that my time is running out and look at Katie and know that I'm taking off on her or leaving the planet and leaving her, you know, by herself and giving up and knowing that I could have done my part to spend 40 years with her more. And I justified it by having a good time. I could have had a good time without that good time. I could have been healthy. I could have been happy. I could have put down the things that were causing me harm or the food or whatever it may be because they'll tell you, they'll tell you live like there's no tomorrow. But in all reality, for most of yeah. us, there is going to be a tomorrow. And our today is yeah. going to shape what our tomorrow is. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm going to cut my life short to eat a few extra pieces of cake and then on my deathbed right. realize... I could still be here. I could be fighting right now. I could be, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. See, and I mean, yeah, we do. 
I have a, a, when I was diagnosed, I have this thing. I threw myself a huge pity party. (laughs) I, um, you know, I just kind of sat down and I let life happen. I didn't really steer life any way I wanted it to go. I just kind of resigned myself to my fate. And then I thought, whoa, this isn't who I am or what I want. And it really boiled down to I can't get on my feet until I get off my ass. And I still say it. There are days, I'm telling you, Mike, it is so hard to get out of bed in the morning. But you know what? I always say to myself, you know what? Look out world because I'm getting ready to get on my feet. I'm not staying on my ass today. I'm not doing it. And I'm better for it. Yeah. And and you have a different battle too, because once you resolve that you're okay with just sitting on your ass, like your physical health will change, and and your things will start affecting you more. So that's an, a bonus. That's a bonus motivation to get up and get doing something. Because if I'm active, I, I'm doing my body a favor right now. You know. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm not gonna be the person that sits here and tells you that you know. <laughs> It's easy. It's not easy. It's really not easy. And perhaps maybe I'm speaking from my own, you know, kind of well of knowledge. I don't know. But I know well that we I was okay. And, right? And then I was diagnosed with MS. And then everything went down into a huge landslide. But I, just like everyone else, have had to claw and fight my way back up. Of feeling good for no other reason than you're you're worth you're worth feeling good. It's not worth investing in everything outside of you, whether that be you know what's going on in this crazy world right now, what's going on in your corner of the crazy world right now, what's going on under your roof, whatever the case may be. You're worth at the end of the day when you close your eyes at night. You're worth the effort to feel good. And if that means you suck it up and you put yourself on the mat for 25 minutes, even if it's 25 minutes, do a wake up. It's 10 minutes. If you only Mm -hmm. do that, you're better off than you were 10 minutes ago. Absolutely. And, and that's, it's, it's, that's what this is all about. And we're, we're almost out of time, but that's such a perfect cap off. It's such a positive cap towards a, a, a negative climate. And we talked about there's a lot of ugliness, there's a lot of hate, there's terrorism, there's anger, there's just a lot of tension in the world. And yeah. one, th- one thing that really kind of puts it in perspective to me is through all the ugliness, there's a lot of beauty and there's a lot of uh, amazing people. And yep. for every terrorist act, there's uh, an opposite. There's a Crystal Stewart in Canada who I know is a kind soul uh-huh. and just a, 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 a good human being. And, and there's Nolan Bobbitts who... who who will check on me for no reason when we haven't talked for a while and haven't even seen each other on Facebook just to see if I'm okay. There's people like Josh McAdoo and Rodney Esty and Gary yep. and Nathan and Dallas and you know, so many people. I'm not going to name names because I'm going to blow it all up. But to counter all that ugliness, there's a lot of amazing people in my life. And you know what? It sounds so cliche, but every generation has had some bullshit to overcome. this ugliness in every generation. Yep. And the reason... 
that ugliness and hate and anger always fails is because good people rise up and good people let themselves be seen. And there's good people like Crystal and there's good people like everyone in the CDP yoga community who are not necessarily taking the streets to protest or fighting for anything, but just being decent because decency is infectious. Happiness is infectious. Kindness is infectious. Yep. And that's the only way we counter yep. evil is with good. Hate is with good. Yeah, light will always shine out dark, always. Absolutely. And uh, I thank you for uh, shining a light on my Wednesday evening, Crystal. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm very grateful for you, Mike Mullins. Thank you for showing up in my little corner of the world. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And uh, you can tell the you can you can let the uh, hamster wheel running the Canadian inter- internet off for the night. He can go <laughs> home and have have himself a little carrot. And you guys can turn on your TV and watch your sexy prime minister or something. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you guys are well, and I hope you guys took something out of this. Remember, you can't always control the world, but you control your environment. You control yourself and. Keep your side of the street clean. Treat your neighbors well. Treat your family well. Treat your friends well. Because well and good and happiness and kindness is infectious. And right now it's the only choice we got because we can't succumb to all the hate and anger. And uh, so instead of dwelling in that hate and anger and taking all that energy, posting angry shit and fighting with people and turning on your friends, how about you take that energy? Turn on your DDP Yoga app and get on the mat. Do a little fat burner, do a little energy, wake up, stand up, whatever it may be. Burn up that negative energy. Negative energy can be good, and you can expel it in positive ways. And let DDP Yoga take the negative energy from you. Sweat it on the mat, burn some calories, kick some ass, and end it with a big bang. And remember, until next week, to own your life. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Crystal. We'll see you guys Thanks, Mike. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This is- Talk Radio.